for joining us here on Enlighten Up. You are listening to episode four, Good Vibrations, Energetic Mosquito Repellent, and Michael's First Vision. That's right. Later in the show, Michael's going to share with us his very interesting vision that he had while trying to meditate. This is his first experience, so it kind of freaked him out. So I can't wait till we get into that story. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about energy, vibrations, why we want to raise our vibrations, and what that means about being on different frequencies. Uh, We also talk about two authors, David R. Hawkins, who wrote Power Versus Force, a book that uh, we all highly recommend that you read if you're interested in this stuff, as well as the author John Holt, who wrote The Underachieving School and How Children Learn. So we touch on these uh, authors and books later on in the show, and we kind of screwed them up. So I'm just putting those there for you as well. The information will be in the show note description below. So if you need that information, you can check it out there. If you have any questions that you would like us to answer on future shows, please send them into our Twitter at EnlightenUpUs or send them into our email info at EnlightenUp.us. So without further delay, let's jump into the episode and see what we all had to say. Hello and welcome back to Enlighten Up. I am Nicole Frolic and I am here with Michael Ronane and Lisa Watson, my beautiful and fabulous co-hosts. How are you both doing today? Fantastic. How about you? You know, I'm drinking some red wine, so I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> I'm on the West Coast, so my parents are looking at me weird because I started drinking tequila early just to catch up with you guys. Yeah, you're on Pacific now time. I, now, now they think I they, they legitimately think I have a drinking problem, and I'm like, oh, well, I told you. Oh, so they've, <laughs> they've seen the truth is what you're saying. <laughs> Mike, why are you drinking tequila at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? I'm like, it's 7 o'clock my time. Like, oh. I've drank every day for like the past 10 days, and I... I need today off, actually. <laughs> oh, are you drinking like lemon most... hot water? <laughs> I'm drinking, drinking alkaline water right now. Oh, there you go. Catch Get up. my vibration back up here. <laughs> oh, well, that's a good Which segue. Alk- <laughs> water. I, I stumbled over alkaline water this year. Like Someone goes, you should be drinking that. I'm like, why? What are you talking about? What the hell does it matter with the pH of water? I'm like, oh, it matters big. And then, I, of course, I went and Googled it. And I'm like, holy crap. Why didn't anybody tell me this? Did you and not know? You, you're trying to write, are you trying to raise your vibration then, Michael? Is that what you're saying? No, it has nothing to do with the vibration. I mean, we'll talk about vibration in this. But well, it has, let's talk about it right but now. Like, but like part of the <laughs> pH part, part of the pH part was like how it like gets you more hydrated like six times faster than normal water and like you know and and it really does knock off a potential hangover real quick so you're doing good oh like those are but the, yeah, those are the important parts yes the knocking yeah, out that, the hangover. That, that's the reason why i spent a little bit of money on the old ph balance um <laughs> but yeah i mean it's a good segue i guess into vibra- vibrations which i guess was i i stumbled in into the last episode and brought up was that true yes yes i believe you did the culprit. All right. Well, you guys are the are the gurus, so go for it. Well, Lisa, since you're the one well, drinking vibra- the alkaline water, what vibrations? What does that mean? I mean, we've heard songs about it. I'm like, yeah, isn't that a pussy? Since, 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 since
It's the Beach Boys. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It's, you know, okay, you're right. <laughs> you should know that, Beach Boy. Oh, I was thinking. I mean, I grew up in the '90s, really. So Marky Mark was my man. Not, not over the Beach Boys, boys, or. I you can't believe you 90s? just admitted wow. that. <laughs> I mean, the the '80s were. Either were quite foggy. Well, the reason I started drinking alkaline water was, um, you know, recently, I and Nicole and I have talked about this, but I have been trying to raise my vibration, um, meaning that just, you know, trying to vibrate at a higher level so that I can be more connected with, um, you know, spirit and and the world beyond 3D and apparently drinking alkaline water helps you do that. um, You know, cleansing yourself of all chemicals and things like that help to raise your vibration as well as not eating um, meat and anything that has uh, (laughs) chemicals and additives and things like that. And just trying to keep your body clean and, Pure is one way to help to raise your vibration, but, um, you know, ultimately, I mean, maybe we should just talk about what vibration is before I go more into. I, Isaac, good raise your vibrations. That's what I would, if I was just listening to you two, that's the first question I would ask. Why is it good to raise these quote unquote vibrations and what are technically, what is technically vibrating? (laughs) So, well, Michael, you had talked about, um, I'm not sure if it was in the last episode or maybe we haven't really discussed it on, on the show. I'm not sure, but um, just about some of the experiences that Nicole and I have had, whether it be, you know, Jesus in our room or visions during meditation or, you know, seeing energy coming out of things or, you know, being telepathic and all that stuff. And one of the things that's going to allow you to have those experiences is to get rid of, negativity and that basically is what raising your vibration is it's 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 allowing that negativity to slough off so that you can vibrate at a higher less dense um level so that you're i don't know nicole i think you should okay yeah you should jump in here let's talk about frequencies here are better at it okay so when okay frequencies and this is this has been tested and there's a great book out there called um power versus force i can't remember the author but we're going to put it in the show notes hawkins oh yes yes stephen hawkins right stephen hawkins okay right um and so that was one of the first books i was given by my naturopath to read on and it's a pretty well at the time i thought it was an intense read it was really scientific um but so it outlines for you the um, energy vibration or frequency, I should say, of certain emotions. So for instance, fear, judgment, resentment, guilt, all of those resonate below the level 200. Anything below 200 is um, a really... 200, 200 what? 200. I, I don't know. That's the number they give. The, the number 200... I don't, is it Hertz? Like, I don't, I don't know, Lisa, that I actually don't know. I think it is megahertz or something. Okay. We're going to double check that. We're going to double check that. But, um, so 
hatred, judgment, fear, all of that stuff is really low vibration. Um, and if you think about energy vibrating, uh, if it's a lower vibration, it's going to move slower. As things get into a higher vibration, they start to move faster. So when you start to feel things like, for instance, just let's think about time. When you're happy and you're having a great time, time goes by so fast. But when you're, say, at work and you're bored as hell, time can go by really slowly. And it's because you're in a different energy frequency that is causing you to perceive time that way. Does that make sense or is that really out there? That makes sense. Good, and I a... just actually Googled it and it says um, vibration frequency is hertz. Um, and it refers to the number of times a vibrating object vibrates per second. Okay. So, okay. Oh, that's good. I didn't know that. All right. So, um, when you start to move up the ladder, so to see, you can think of it as a ladder, I guess. Um, and, 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 and I'm sorry to interrupt. What technically are we talking about is vibrating? Are we talking about on a cellular level or atoms or I mean, yeah, what are we, energy, what are we talking just, about? Okay, so you're made up of energy, right? So all, <clears throat> right. all of your molecules add everything that, and even on the level that you can't see, the level that you can see and the level that you can't see. So everything, right? You okay. think, when you think about atoms, right? You can't see them, but they're, right? right? Okay. But they're, they're going crazy, I know. Yeah, yeah. So... When you start to move up beyond um, those feelings and you start to move into things where like such as acceptance, um, laughter, joy, happiness, love, all of those start to resonate at much higher frequencies. And when you do, everything starts to move faster. You see your energy, your atoms, everything starts to move faster. And the reason why Lisa and I are wanting to raise our vibrations is because when things are moving faster within you, you now are resonating at a frequency that you can see beyond the third dimension, which is where all the judgment and the resentment and the hate and everything that we see in front of us is resonating at. So your angels, your guides, loved ones who've passed on are in the fourth dimension. Um, you, you raise your vibration up into fourth dimension you now are able to see things. So when you raise your vibrations, you're able to see the things that you can't necessarily see when you're in the lower uh, frequencies. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, okay, I got questions, but I kind of want to wait for you to continue. No, 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 ask them, ask them. Well, it has more to do with like, okay, so... Did you guys, you meaning you and Lisa, start off at a very high vibrational rate going when you were kids because of like the things that you experienced when you were young where somehow, I guess this is the topic of today, where I was kind of dumbed down vibrational wise uh, and didn't join in what you guys were like in, enjoying and seeing out there? I think personally for me, I when I started my path, uh, with the Course in Miracles is when I started to raise my vibration and and doing things like staying away. You know, I've television. I've just never really um, been into. I've stayed away from mainstream media almost my entire life, um, the best that I could. Um, and staying away from those types of things and exposing yourself to like higher vibrational 
like conversations, conversations that are, um, you know, maybe about spirituality or, or just clean, joyful things that bring you happiness and bring you joy, those, that's going to help raise your vibration as when you're exposing yourself to negativity, like, you know, new news and, uh, TV shows that have a lot of violence in them and things like that, that's going to lower your vibration. So yeah. while I was on my little, you know, my Course in <clears throat> Miracles thing, you know, reading, doing the lessons every day, keeping my mind full of only pure, clean thoughts every 15 minutes, doing lesson, not eating. I did like that fast for 10 days. You know, I think that's what jump-started me in getting and having my va- my vibration be raised, which you know, I think in later years, it started to kind of slow down a little bit. But so that's why I was trying to raise it back up again. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, like the news, I was told to stay away from that when I was 21 from my naturopath. And she's like, just stay away from it. It's all fear based. Um, it keeps you in a lower vibration um, frequency. And it's true. I mean, you just, you can watch two minutes of the news and it's- Oh, it's, 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 it's so true. I mean, yeah. like I literally was a news, I was addicted to news all the way up until, I think, when, until Barack Obama won his second presidency. And once Barack Obama won his second presidency and, you know, it's just like, it was, the news is so chaotic. And I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm so done with this. And I stopped- Watching, I don't think I've turned on a 24-hour news channel since, and it has been. Despite what we're talking about, even if I never met you guys, my life is so much better. My happiness level has jumped up a whole, you know, chapter or whatever chunk just of not watching the news. And I don't think it takes a, a person that needs to know about vibrations or not to know not watching the news is actually a good thing, or at least the the news that is. You yeah, know, mainstream, TV. mainstream media. Yeah, um, yeah. is definitely a no-no. <laughs> okay, so that's a good example, though, of you raising your vibrations. So you notice that you are happier. That means your vibrations yeah. are actually um, moving faster. You're resonating more in that happiness um, frequency. This range. is where this is where it gets kind of crazy. You know, this is where conspiracy theories can kick in on how the population is, or the, the there are certain people or things in the population that purposely try to keep us completely <laughs> on a low vibration. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I, and, and, and I really, I mean, again, uh, to the audience, two months ago, I wouldn't know what the hell I'm talking about right now. But uh, just because I've known Lisa and, and, and uh, Nicole and a few other people, it's like, okay, it kind of makes, it does kind of make sense where it's like, there's so many things out there purposely getting Dumbing us to us down. Like, to get us addicted to, to dumb us down. Yeah. Yes. And it, which makes me think, which unfortunately with my skeptical brain, I start thinking everything's trying to dumb us down. You get so like paranoid on like, why are you saying this? Why is the government doing this? Why is the, you know, you know, that, that commercial on, I mean, everything you feel like is just trying to dumb you down. Why is, why am I drinking tequila? Maybe it's trying to dumb me down, you know, <laughs> things like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. there's definitely that factor in there as well. That's for sure. <laughs> um, that's, I, I don't know if I mentioned it in my first, um, in the introductory podcast. And I don't remember, but I um, homeschooled my kids. 
And, 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 and sorry to quickly interrupt, Lisa. Uh, that is something that I personally think, after what we were talking about, schooling, the, the educational system, is purpose. Oh, this is going to sound horribly like um, uh, like I'm it's, it's conspiracy just theory, paranoid. But it's true. It's a conspiracy theory. But I feel like our our school system is dumbing enough. Oh, totally. As bad as that sounds. A thousand percent. Well, from, from, say, from kindergarten John, all the way to graduate school, dumbing us down. John Holt wrote a book called "You Know Dumbing Us Down." It was and it is what it's literally called really, dumbing us down. <laughs> Yeah, it's really what got me on the path to homeschooling my kids. When I read that book, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's totally right. And just, you know, the whole grading system and all that. And I ended up you know, homeschooling uh, my kids through 10th grade. And, um, you know, for it went, you know, there was other things involved. They raced motocross and they, you know, wanted to have more freedom and whatever. But, you know. I just am so happy that I did that because I just feel like they're so much more well-adjusted because they didn't have, they weren't programmed with all this bullshit, you know, for so long in their lives. They're just much more open and mature. Oh, and they probably got life skills as well, which you don't get in school. Yeah. I also and they're just feel so like... much more accepting of people is what I noticed about them. It's just like they, they never, they never learned about the click thing. You know, really. Okay, cool. okay. You know. You're, you're, this is so hilarious, Lisa. You are like stumbling over like some real life stuff for me because we always looked at those homeschool kids as unusual, strange, but God dang it, they were the most brilliant people ever and the <laughs> nicest people ever. And yeah, then, like, yeah. we were, and we were just a bunch of angry teenagers that, that our anger was like, oh, that's just hormonal. Uh, that's just all it is. And we were just angry and nasty and mean and bullying and, and the homeschool kids. That actually, like the homeschool kids that from were homeschooled from kindergarten to eighth grade, then joined high school because they you in this stupid country you have to join high school to get into college or pass a certain test. So they joined high school a lot of times, and they were like completely like out of place with all of us a hole, you know, kids. <laughs> yeah, they. Just we were a holes. I was an a hole. I, I feel bad for a lot of things I was I did when I was a kid. I was just like, a, ugh. I just think a lot of their time isn't wasted in judging. I just, you know, you learn to become right. oh my your God. own person. You learn to accept yourself as who you are. And you're not always comparing yourself against everybody all the time. And I just think it oh. provides a really great foundation. And the book that John Holt wrote wasn't called Dumbing Us Down, but he spoke about that. He used that term in his book. He wrote many, many books, How Children Learn, How Children Fail, Escape from Childhood. Lots, lots of John Holt's great. Can I tell you a funny story about judgment when you're a yes. kid or when I was a kid? I don't know if I told you this, Nicole, I, you know, all the random stories of our lives that we told each other, but this was an interesting, funny story that I'm like kind of embarrassed, but it's, it is humorous. When I, I went to a private school for high school and I, my parents sent me to private school because they were Catholic, not because they were rich. Uh, so I went to private school that was Catholic and, and most of the kids there were extremely wealthy. Uh, my family, not so much. I was there to go to church on Fridays. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, uh, I was, because we live in a life of judgment when we're young, oh, yes. I was embarrassed about my, my family's wealth or, or thereof. I would get my friends to take me home, but about, a, about 
I would say a half a mile from my parents' home was this beautiful, gorgeous, giant mansion that overlooks like a whole bunch of things. And so I always had my friend that took me home. He was a good friend of mine. He took me home all the time from sophomore year until early senior year of high school to the mansion. Oh, my gosh. He let me out and I walked home (laughs) because I didn't want him to know where I really lived. That's oh how much gosh. judgment kicks in when you were a kid. I was like, wow. and, and like, did he ever not just come knocking on oh, your oh, door? Oh, he's still he's still a good friend of mine today, and he we crack up about that story a lot. But when we we're kids, I, I was living in a fear of judgment. I was living in a fear of like, because school is judgment. Yeah, you know, if yeah. you're not valedictorian or salutatorian, you're being judged. If you're not number one in this track team or basketball, you're being judged. Yeah, there's so many cliquey groups that form through school, definitely. Clicks, yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway, sorry to digress the conversation. It was just entertaining. But, yeah, no. No, you really didn't because it's about vibration. That's what we were talking about. And those are the the kinds of things. You're absolutely right that there is this group of powerful people that do want to keep us dummy down and keep our vibration low. I mean, maybe that's another topic that we can get into later but it's true and we have to you know be aware of that and we have to you know take responsibility for our own self and and want that for ourselves and not just let mainstream media and schools and teachers you know what's that bumper sticker question authority absolutely you know yeah you know like it was funny today okay so i was i was i was driving into the city today and i was listening to the radio And they brought up this thing about eating and how it's important to um, eat your food in a certain way. Like, so certain foods you shouldn't eat first, you should eat them last. And it actually really matters on just like in the sense of insulin spikes, digestion, that kind of stuff. And I mean... Like I heard we actually have to eat salads last. Is that true? Yeah. That's why the Italians eat their salad last. They're smart. The Italians know their food and their digestion. (laughs) And that's why the Russians have vodka with their meals too. It helps you digest. Yeah. Yeah. Water's bad to drink when you eat. Good job, Russians. Which I heard all the time, but I drink like a half a gallon of water every meal. I, I got to quit that apparently. So, the yeah, okay, like the reason why is drinking water before your meal, you dilute all your food enzymes to help break down your food. So you don't want to drink too much right before your meal is what. But, okay, so getting back to my point is that, you know, these things I knew about like 20 years ago and when I would talk about them, people would just look at me like I'm crazy. Like it doesn't matter what you, what you, um, you know, order you eat your food in. And, and I've always been an advocate for health and, and, and going against like the pharmaceutical companies and, and, and the, the food, um, the food companies and, and, and the food industry, I should say. Uh, and, and I was always ridiculed and laughed at and just like, oh, Nicole, you and your conspiracy theories. Well, like 20 years later, guess what? Now it's become mainstream and everyone's accepting it. And that's why, you know, if there's anything I can say is that when you hear something and you think it's a conspiracy theory, more often than not, there's a, probably some truth in there and it's trying to get hidden. And I totally believe that conspiracy theory, the whole term conspiracy theory was designed to steer people away from the truth. Like, so that you would be judged as a lunatic if you even spoke about it. Which... Yeah, because you're supposed to think like everybody else. They're yeah. trying to just get everybody to think the same and believe the same thing. And you're just, you know, looked at 
if you do something different, like homeschooling. When I homeschooled my kids, it was in the 90s, and it's very, you know, well accepted nowadays. It's a lot different, but when I when I did it, it wasn't very well accepted, and everybody, you know, looked at me like I was kind of crazy, like saying, you know, your kids aren't going to be social, and aren't you worried about their social skills? And I was like, actually, that's the reason I homeschool is because I am worried about their social skills. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't yeah. want my kids turning out just to be robots and only being able to communicate with people their same age and, you know, being so and, judgmental. And your kids, and like Lisa, it. your kids were the ones that I was, like, looking at when I was young with the homeschool people. They were, like, they were, the, they were, like some of the smartest people ever, but, like, they were just, like, socially unaccepted. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you didn't, if you weren't in this clique that was formed in a third grade, nah, it sucks to be you. Right, right. Well, luckily my kids didn't have that problem, but yeah, I know. Thank God, you have awesome kids. Love your sons. Don't haven't met them yet, but love them because I just love the way <laughs> they speak to you and um, communicate with you. They're just awesome. Um, I do have the greatest kids. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, okay. So let's talk about truth and vibration. So as you start to raise your vibration uh, and you start to resonate at that higher frequency, you start to recognize um, truths more. So you don't just take in what's being spoon fed to you, like say through the mainstream media or something like that. You know what people are just telling you that's been socially accepted. You start to question things. You're like, well, that just doesn't feel right. Well, the reason why it doesn't feel right is because it's not resonating at that frequency where you're at now, which is getting higher and higher where truth lies in the higher frequencies, right? Is yeah, that, that makes total sense because that's like when I started doing the Course in Miracles at, you know, a young age, that's when I, I just naturally started not wanting to watch television anymore. Just I couldn't stand hearing it. Definitely the news, even the newspaper would annoy me. Um, and then commercials like that. This was before, you know, the internet and Pandora and things. So I would have the radio is, on car. I got I, I got never, I could never listen to the commercials. I had to turn them down. I got to imagine I, internet has made it so much worse. But just I, it's like just like Nicole said, it was vibrating at too low of a level for me to handle. Like I just, it made me feel really uncomfortable, and I feel that way. I feel that way now about obviously certain things just like this is going to make you laugh, but like going into a Walmart, like I can't go into a Walmart. Like I just feel like there's such low vibrational levels in there that I'm, I get really uncomfortable. I don't people. think you need to believe in what you guys believe in to know there's low vibrations going on in Walmart. <laughs> it's not well, just their prices well, that are low. <laughs> no. Yeah, Walmart's the one place where, like, I'm just stuck in underwear and need to buy clothes and look like a sloppy mess. I can go in Walmart and nobody would bat an eye. Yeah, but, I mean, I'm just saying be aware of that. Like, okay, so why do I feel uncomfortable in this situation? Like, maybe when you go into a certain bar or, um, you know, a restaurant or something and you just – something just doesn't feel right to you, it's probably because there's energies in that in there that are lower than what you're vibrating at. And, you know, be aware of that. Don't slough it off as, Oh, you know, it's something else. Pay attention. Okay. That's you know? a good, that's a good thing. Okay. So, you know, people will often say, Oh, I just feel really heavy today. Like, and sluggish. And that is 
low dense energy within you like that's what you're resonating at so there's a like you know if you were feeling you know that's why they say oh i just feel light and happy light on my feet today that's exactly where it comes from like so you know when you walk in somewhere and the energy feels heavy that's not a good energy so uh one more question on vibration because i think you guys did a good job of just describing vibration and why it's good and and whatnot um, now you both don't eat meat or Lisa, you eat some meat, don't you? Um, I, I recently became a vegetarian, uh, about three or four months ago, but prior to that, since I was 18, I did not eat red meat or pork. I only ate chicken and fish. Okay. And then I recently decided to get rid of the chicken and the fish as an, okay. in an attempt to raise my vibration even more to, you know, just to feel more connected. <clears throat> Do you feel like there's a difference? Uh, I, when, you, well, when, you, when you drop chicken and fish, did you feel like there's a difference? I started spewing light language, if that means anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. No, well, seriously. The, the, reason, the, I mean, the, the, the reason why I question is like, because, you know, you got Jesus over there um, talking about fish a lot and, and what we read about. And so, and, you know, you would think that his vibrations are pretty up there if you want to look at it that way. But he was fine with drinking fish or drinking fish. Drinking fish, <laughs> drinking wine. Drinking fish and, and eating know, wine. <laughs> Nicole, Nicole actually um, explained it to me that, you know, when, when an animal is killed, there's, there's trauma there. You know, there's fear. You know, the animal feels, whether it be pain or fear or trauma, so that's passed on yeah. you know so you're eating that you're now alcohol has like zero vibration you know it's not it's not good <laughs> i'm not sure well, why is, it, is, it, is it good or bad or is it well okay here's okay so here's is it good or bad no or is it neutral okay so your intent on what you put into everything really um alters what you're eating and drinking so for instance you know, one of the things that I noticed when I went vegetarian um, back, I guess, I'm going to say nine months ago is when I went vegetarian. Um, I, I, first of all, I lost a ton of weight, which I didn't even knew, know that I was going to lose that much. I didn't even know I had that much weight to lose. To um, the listening audience, a ton of weight means 11 pounds, but continue. <laughs> 13 <laughs> but um but it just fell off it wasn't like yeah it just I didn't different. do anything it wasn't like I, I was still working out the same I was actually sometimes I would be eating like ice cream you know because okay so I stopped eating eggs as well uh I I still eat dairy but um I don't eat any eggs chicken fish or red meat and um for me I realized that all of a sudden when I went to go eat pasta, which I don't know about anyone out there, but every time I eat a bowl of pasta the next day, I was like three pounds heavier. It just yeah. like stuck on me. Now, none of that stuff stays on me. I, it's like my body, it doesn't affect my body in the way that it used to. And I think it's because I've just moved into such more of an acceptance where I don't judge my food as harshly anymore because I think once the weight just fell off me and I realized, oh, damn, my body didn't really want meat anymore, didn't want fish, didn't want all this stuff, um, clearly, because I was instantly lost all the weight and the inflammation, uh, that I s realized that I could just basically eat when and when what I wanted. Um, 
now, I mean, I do generally just like to eat healthy. That's usually my, you know, what I do. But, you know, I do like sweets every now and then. And um, so, like, I'll, I'll eat it and I don't ever feel guilty. If I have a bowl of pasta, nothing happens anymore. And so I realized it's because I don't judge my food the way I used to. Uh, whereas I'd be like, oh man, if I eat this, I'm going to gain weight for sure. Oh, I can't eat this or I, I need to portion that, you know, like there was now I just don't have that feeling. And there's a certain vibration of our thoughts that goes out when we say that to our food and it literally goes into our food. And so we're eating those negative thoughts or lower vibrations as we eat our food from doing that. Like that's just another kind of layer on top of, um, on top of eating animals that take on the trauma of being killed. I think that's true for anything. I think the reality of it is, is that we can eat anything. I mean, we can literally eat anything that we want and it's not going to harm us. It's our beliefs in it. And even the, you know, collective consciousness beliefs in it. But, but ultimately I think you should be able to eat anything. If you don't have judgment, if you believe that it's good for you, it's like a placebo. You know, if you believe that this is healthy and you believe this is good for you, then it shouldn't harm you. Yeah. But, you know, for me, the reason why I went vegetarian is because as I started to really go deeper into my spiritual journey, I started to struggle with this idea of the law of oneness. And I'm like, wow, if I'm really if I really believe in the law of oneness and that we're all um, we're all one with one another and we're all connected I go, how can I sit there and say that that life isn't the same value as mine and just eat it? And Brought so, up a new term, Nicole. You're going to have to explain love oneness. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's that we're all connected, um, that, we're all, um, that we're all equal. No life is better or less than the other. And that goes for an ant to a human to, and, and beyond. What, you know, like, what about mosquitoes? <laughs> yeah what about those <laughs> you know what i want to say you know what i want yeah, to say i know our, our dear friend <laughs> tiffany god, is like those godless creatures <laughs> yeah she's like god didn't create those <laughs> tiffany says that yeah um no even mosquitoes although i have a conversation with the mosquitoes now and i'm like you are not allowed in my energy field so if you come in, just know that you're not going to be welcomed in the most unwelcoming way. You're going to put all the you're going to put all the repellent uh, companies out of business with this. Okay, so no, I was just at, no, 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 get out of. I was space. just at Mount Rushmore. Um, <laughs> I was just at Mount Rushmore, and um, with with Brian, and <laughs> with my friend Brian, and. I was getting, we walked, we were walking like through the woods. Like we went off the path and we started going like through this field and it was tall grass. And all of a sudden I started getting bitten by mosquitoes. It was just like, they were all over me. So I was like, okay, this just can't happen. So I was like, hold up. So I put like a blocker around me, like of energy. Like I just told them they're not allowed. And Brian just looked at me. He's like, if that fucking works, I'm going to die. It's like, and I didn't, get any more mosquitoes yeah no it's worked for me it's worked for me <laughs> i'm not even lying ever since yeah. i started doing it it works but you really have to believe it works or else it won't work yeah you have to believe it for yeah. sure yeah. yeah 
cannot penetrate these walls. <laughs> Stay away. These good vibrations. Exactly. Well, Michael, how do you feel about vibration now? I mean, does that answer your question and does it make more sense? Did we lose Michael? Oh my God, we've lost Michael. Michael has gone off the air. I told you I had to go pee on the oh! footage. <laughs> we can we could edit what was that the, part out. What was the point? No, we're not editing that out. Is, if you have to go pee, text us so we know, and then I come back going, Michael is off the air. Oh, I'm not even paying attention to my phone right now. I'm too engrossed in this fantastic. We can edit. We can edit that out. I'm so sorry, but no, we're not. I'm I'm not editing that out. (laughs) (laughs) To all our listeners, that was not edited out. (laughs) But we are like we are so jumping in. In what I in my opinion, we're so jumping to advanced things. Like when we're talking to animals and stuff like that. Let's let's take that on another podcast. (laughs) All right. So what's next? Vibrations, frequencies. You kind of get that now. Okay, let's let's move on to the visions. The visions you guys, quote unquote, see, which is really hard for somebody like myself to understand. And I don't know exactly what you mean by visions or like when I was talking to you guys before, I was like saying, could it be a half dream state where it's super vivid? Could it be like, uh, oh, I'm like transfixed into a new th- a 3D-like dimension where I'm like literally looking at things and touching things? Is it a, just a thought that comes across your mind? Is it when you close your eyes or I'll take myself as an example. When I close my eyes and you see black, but it's not really black. You see shapes. You see colors that are flowing through. And then all of a sudden they create patterns and visions. So – I'm always very curious with the stories that you've both have told me in your in, in before we even thought about this show. What is it like? Who wants to start? <laughs> well, I think there's you described actually many different types of visions and, and different people have different types of visions. When you know, when I said I saw Jesus in my room, that was something different than I've seen since I've, I've never seen anything like that since quite frankly. No. Okay. Even so let's take that. Let's, let's take that like as an a example. hologram. Like I saw like a hologram you can touch or a hologram. Like you'd see like on a, on a um, star Wars movie with, you know, R2D2 doing a hologram of the message, you know, kind of like that hologram. Kind of like that. Just kind of like that. Just not quite as crystal clear um, uh-huh. and just sort of brief, but, I've never really experienced anything quite like that since. Um, for me, when I have visions, usually it's like a movie playing in my head. Like I've had visions of past life experiences um, that I've just seen um, through people that I've met that I've suddenly realized that I've had a past life with them because all of a sudden this like movie will start playing in my head. Like, like I'm dreaming, but I'm awake. Okay, so so I'd have to stop you there and ask you, why would you just not think that is just a random imaginational thought versus a vision? What Uh what convinces you that this is a vision, not just my imagination going crazy? Because sometimes my my imagination goes crazy and thinks of random thoughts of 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 whatever when I'm looking at things. Well, because (laughs) like I don't know. For me, I was just like one night, just kind of sitting there. Uh, I was actually just kind of lying on my bed, like resting. 
and I closed my eyes and I was wide awake and I was talking to the person that I was next to and I was describing to him what I was seeing. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm seeing like this picture in my head right now. And I was describing like there's like a horses and a carriage and it looks like a procession. It looks like I'm like, I, it's a wedding. Like, and I just described this vision to him that I was having, you know, completely lucid, wide awake. Like that, that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> you know very often. like lucid wide awake you're staring at the ceiling but you're seeing something completely different lucid wide awake is that what you mean um yeah i actually i actually had my eyes closed and it was like i was lucid dreaming it was like i was gotcha. actually having a dream um and i could like open my eyes and then i don't remember if i still saw it when I, my eyes were open and then i just kind of shut them again but it was just like I was. And it, but it, but it feels different from a dream, is what you're saying. Is it, it dream? But it's not because a dream. I'm wide awake talking, like I'm awake, like having a conversation, like describing with, this dream that I'm having while I'm having it. Which totally puts me back to the thing that I was telling you, Nicole, about like, is it like the state where when I'm in an airplane and like I'm sleeping but not sleeping because you can still hear everything i'm dreaming but i'm not dreaming because i can still be kind of semi-awake you like when you're sleeping on an airplane you're not unless you're like really really drowsy you're not kind of like fully sleeping you don't you're doing the head bobbing thing what is that like the felt the theta or there's different states alpha right right it's just like you're doing the head bobbing thing you're kind of unconscious but not but conscious you can hear the baby crying two rows up you can you know hear things and and but like you're kind of sleeping but you can also you can also dream in that state you can also dream in that state yeah so it's like is that is like to me the average kid walking around the block i would say oh it's just a random dream where you guys are saying, eh, look into it. So, okay, so when you think of sleeping, your brainwave activity slows down, right? So um, you're more at peace. There's not a lot of activity going around you. So I think, what is it, beta? That's the slow, is the, um, is when we're awake, right? Yes. And um, so. Alpha is like right before you fall asleep, like. Yeah. So as you go through those different brain waves, um, you're getting closer. You're as you're getting getting moving through those. Sorry, as you're moving through those, you're becoming more tuned in. You're becoming more connected. So yes, it can feel like a dream because when you're dreaming, that is still very real, and we're taught that our dreams aren't real. That they're just dreams well that's like one of the biggest lies <laughs> and illusions that we've been told um to believe uh things that happen in dreams aren't um illusions they're actually just another dimensional reality uh so you you can have that experience and it can feel like that and that's one way that it can feel um your imagination again uh, we're taught that, you know, our imagination, if it goes too crazy, like you said, oh, it's just my imagination going crazy, that like, you know, if you, if you let it go too far, then you're going to be considered a crazy person. Well, when you think about like the great, um, you know, movie directors who've come up like with Avatar and all, like, where did they come up with that stuff? Did they just think it? Was it just their imagination? M maybe, you know, like imagination is 
um, part of our creativity. And as like we said in our past podcast, creation is the source of everything. So our creativity, our imagination is the source of everything. If you can imagine it, it exists somewhere. It exists somewhere. You didn't just make it up in your head. It exists somewhere. And there's a reason why you're imagining it. So when you can drop the belief that your imagination is just this crazy thought and maybe a source of creativity for fun stories or movies or whatever it is, you know, then you are allowing yourself to tap in further, tune in further. And I think this is why, you know, you are struggling with um, having your visions because I know you've had one and we're going to talk about uh, that. We're going to talk about that. Uh, no, we are. Um, the reason why is because <clears throat> you deny what you see and Lisa and I do not. Okay. Okay. With your explanation though, if I imagine it, it's, it exists out there. Is that, somewhere. is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Somewhere. So if I imagine that I have a million dollars in my bank account, it exists somewhere. Yep. Somewhere. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Let me check my bank balance. Not on this. Not on this third dimension. It doesn't. <laughs> All right, keep going. So, for instance, when I when I meditate, I see in my mind like a movie playing, and sometimes the things I see, it's like I've never seen it before. So I'm like, well, where did that come from? Um, for instance, I had um, a vision last year um, where this spaceship comes down, descends from the sky. It's a huge circular um, spaceship and it's complete. It's emanating this um, violet purple energy around it. Uh, and then I see like this, um, this, I guess pillar of light come from below it, like we kind of see in the movies, um, also purple. But instead of like seeing someone come down it, someone appeared right in front of my face, like standing in front of me. And they were kind of like a shadow, but they had this purple energy all around them and they were talking to me telepathically. And so we were having this conversation telepathically, like, which for me was weird. I, I didn't really understand telepathic communication at that point. And but it in my meditation it felt right and so we are walking along the snow and he's kind of just saying a few things to me telepathically and then uh, it kind of got a little bit i didn't know who this person was because they were a shadow and i'm like is this a good energy that i should be communicating with is it not like i'm not sure and then the energy disappeared and the spaceship was gone like it just disappeared and so I didn't know what that was when I saw it, but I saw it in my meditation. Like uh, that's not something that I naturally just think about in my day to day. Like, I promise you that. So when I went online, I started, I'm like, I feel like I need to research this. And so I started researching and then I found out about St. Germain and the violet flame of transmutation. And I understood that it was my higher self trying to show me and St. Germain coming through to me, trying to show me and teach me about the violet flame of transmutation and start using that in my meditation, which is then what I started to use going forward. And it's super powerful. Uh, so like a lot of times we don't understand what's going on in our meditation as it's happening. Thank God for the internet and that we have this resource to go and look where other people are experiencing what we're experiencing and they can share it with us. Um, Cause you definitely wouldn't learn about this stuff in school. That's for sure. Uh, so like, that's kind of what I see 
usually when I'm meditating, it's like a movie playing through my mind. Okay. But I've also had really intense dreams where uh, <clears throat> when I wake up, I'm like, whoa, there were some messages in there. Uh, there were there were things that I needed to be aware of. Uh, the dream dream our dream state is the fourth dimension. It's it's the astral plane. Uh, so it's when we we kind of come out of our bodies. I don't know if you know that's the right thing to say, but your consciousness is now able to access that fourth dimension because you're not physically consumed with what's going on here in front of you so you allow yourself to kind of go into that dimension and that's what sleep is like your dreams okay does that make any I sense mean, it, 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 it makes a lot of sense but the skeptical side would say well it was just a dream and you're saying no there's more to it you're there's more to this thing Wait, well let's this talk vision. about your experience yeah sorry i haven't heard about it yet michael tell well, me the, because, you know, you feel like I, you don't have these experiences, but you just well, had one. Well, I chalk them up to dreams. I, I, you chalk them up to experiences. I, along with the rest of the population, chalk them up to dreams. Do you really think you were sleeping? I was in that half-state sleep, like I was telling you about, like on the airplane. Okay. Like, you're just kind of like, you're you're in the, you know, I, I can't meditate worth shit, but I've been trying. And, um, but, but beyond that, I was like at night trying to, I do your guys' breathing exercises. Oh, and, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> uh, calm, 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 your, calm your down. Breath of life. <laughs> yeah, which which honestly, I will say to this, uh, one thing I like about it is it is good for your body. This, you can take all the spirituality out of this and just talk about the physicality of it all. It actually really is good for your body. Like after like the fourth or fifth breath, you feel like this cooling numbness, but in a good way, in your extremities, like your hands and feet. So I mean, there's kind wait, of wait, wait, wait. Cool okay, can I tell you what that is? Uh, you want to know what that numbness is in your extremities that you're feeling? Oh dear, Nicole, please enlighten me. <laughs> I shall, Michael. I shall. You are feeling the vibration of your energy. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. That's what let's your go. energy is feeling like. But let's let's take your theory and just put it. Off, let's just put it off to the side. Okay. Not that I don't yeah, believe sure. it. No. Nope, sure. But like, just saying, like from someone who has never experienced anything in life, it was kind of an interesting, cool feeling. But like, I did get into kind of like that. I'm going to go to sleep mode. And all I remember. You know, you have your eyes closed because you're kind of sleepy. And I remember, and it does feel like you're trying to remember a dream that you kind of remember, but don't. But I remember this white figure, of all things, this white figure, like an Abraham Lincoln top hat on, with like a, a, a just. I can't mean I, I would not be able to draw it right now because my memory is a little bit vague, but with like a sledgehammer-like thing that he was carrying around. But that doesn't sound that doesn't sound scary on an outside. But what it did to me, the the hairs on and I'm a pretty hairy dude. The hairs <laughs> on my body that went straight out. I mean, like I look like a fuzzball. I'm sure, but like it was like. 
the hairs just stood on the ends. You, I was scared, like me and you, Nicole, back in um, what was that crap haunted whole place we went oh to? Oh God! Oh my God! <laughs> Yeah. Oh Lord. Which, which to the listening audience, if you're ever in those cheesy, uh, what was the name of the town in Canada? Niagara Falls. Well, it was in Niagara Falls. Yeah. The, the, the cheesy, it was a haunted house. Uh, haunted house. Well worth it. Go to it. <laughs> the picture alone. <laughs> oh my God. It was freaky scary. Lisa, highly recommend it if you ever go up to Toronto and visit Nicole. I'm afraid that might lower my vibration. Level. I'm not sure I, can do I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, you know, I don't know. But like, it was it, something vibrated all the time. So you were anyway, scared, is what you were saying. I was scared shitless, and like, it was like something that you kind of wake up from a vivid nightmare. But it was now again. I don't want to go deep into like your guys' philosophy, but if I didn't know the two of you, I would have said. That was different than your average nightmare. That was different than your average dream. That was like something that caused a physical reaction from me. And I've had many of these type of things in my life, but this one was like in the top three of like some nasty element in the world or in the universe was coming after me. And so, of course, naturally, I told Nicole like the day that or two later and she's like she takes it to uh to the next level and says oh my gosh yeah you got it and i'm like yeah okay nicole it was kind of a dream it could have been a dream like no it's not this 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 dude's after you (laughs) i'm like what (laughs) so there we go didn't we we find out what that dude was isn't he considered the black hats he's part of the black hats (laughs) yeah well i mean that might be a future podcast i mean we're going way deep But like, but but this was your first experience, and we we are reaching that limit of time. But like that, it was an unusual experience where I. Okay, we're going way too deep. I'm going to stop there with what I want to say, but we can bring it up in different shows. Okay, because it has to do it has to do with quote unquote the enlightened self, which I think needs to be its own podcast. Okay, but let me just say. This was your first quote unquote experience with that kind of realm. And that's where it went. And so for anyone out there who's not, who hasn't ever experienced this before, this is what you're capable of experiencing. It's not like you have to be in a cave meditating, fasting, you know, praying to Buddha or Allah or whoever it is that you want to pray to, you know, and completely like segregate yourself off from the world. It can just happen to you when you start to kind of quote unquote, wake up and pay attention. So, you know, no, we won't have to. We don't need to go too deep into what it is. But the reality is that that's what this was your experience. So, fair enough. You know, like I want to ask you, when you say you felt the hairs like stand up on your body, were you physically awake when that was happening, or were you still in that dream I, I, state? Like- I, I woke up from that that half halfway dream state. And my hairs were physically, it wasn't like a mental thing. Like your body reacts to your dreams, your body, your physical body. I mean, good and bad react to your dreams. (laughs) 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 Read between the lines. True point. um, (laughs) So 
that if there's legitimate fear in your nightmares is that there's legitimate fear in the visions that you see that many people call dreams uh your body will react that is, that, that, you you, know? that's why people wake up in cold sweats were you like sleeping or were you sitting were you like lying down like where like how were you i was i was i was sleeping i was lying on well, your bed. i mean i was it was at night i was attempting to breathe and sleep and did you say you felt energy come through you like you jumped i just felt like okay it's hard to explain but i just felt like it was the most evil thing ever mm-hmm mm-hmm which makes me think, why am I dabbling with this? Why don't I just go back to like watching 24-hour news and exactly. go back to Exactly, <laughs> and that's what, that is what is wanted of you. That is what is wanted. I can do well, that. I'm going to go drink some tequila and watch Fox News or MSNBC right now. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in here with, you know, when you start to raise your vibration and you start to become more connected and, you know, start to ascend and, have these ascension symptoms, which I don't know if we talked about. Ascension no, I don't think yet. Yeah, that's a little bit. We'll talk, we can talk about that here in a sec, but um, things are going to start bubbling up for you. Maybe some negative things that you need to release and get rid of. Yeah. You know, people are saying they... it's like, the, it's like purging. It's like, you're just, you know, yeah. you're just starting yeah, you're off dancing. on, you're detoxing your sh- the crap out of you. And, and yeah, it's like detoxing so your body. Like, you know, maybe you're going to, you know, go to the bathroom more you know, sweat, you sweat stuff out or whatever. There, there's a way that your body releases and gets rid of those toxins. Um, and when you're, when you're spiritually evolving, you also need to get rid of that negativity and those beliefs. And that, so they come up, they may come up as dreams like that, or maybe they'll come up as fears or um, depression, or maybe you'll just be tired all the time. But our body and our, you know, our soul has to release that somehow. It doesn't just stop happening. You don't, like we talked about before, you don't suddenly just become blissful and happy all the time. You've got to release and get rid of that stuff. So, I mean, I know after my divorce, I got rid of a lot of stuff that I've been holding on to for so long through my dreams. And I just, you know, for like the first year just kept, dream the dreams went from being like scary kind of violent dreams where i would wake up in the middle of the night like crying um to where i started to kind of work stuff out with my ex-husband in my dreams it was just like my dreams were a place that i could go to start releasing and letting go of a lot of the stuff that i wasn't able to to release and let go of while i was married you know and so that's that's going to happen. I mean, I think that that's a great sign that if something like that happens, it's being brought yeah, to your that, awareness. That's, yeah, that's what Nicole and our friend Tiffany was preaching to me. Like, yeah, great sign. My goodness, it was a it's it was a, a sign, a all right? <laughs> and even bad things so. can be a good sign. It's like that you're that you're letting go of stuff. Well, think of know? it this way: when we talked about frequencies and the emotions and where they resonate at those frequencies, like you know. You can't take all your fears and your judgments with you when you're starting to raise your vibrations and you're trying to go up in, in that in that way. You can't take them with you. So they're going to have to come out. And the only way that they're going to come out is for you to release them. And oftentimes we have to kind of feel them and let them out. So there'll be many times where as you, you kind of go through this, I know I've experienced it several times and I'm just like, what the fuck's going on with me? Where I just... You know, I'll be so angry all of a sudden. I don't know why I'm angry and I don't know, you know, it could be at someone, at no one, at something, at nothing. And 
I'm just, and I think I've completely gone back in my whole spiritual development. I'm like, why do I feel like I'm like um, regressing right now? But then you read about um, ascension symptoms, which I think we don't even need to really talk about now. We'll talk about that in another podcast, but it's all about raising your vibrations. And as you do, you need to release all of these um, fears, um, beliefs that don't serve you anymore, resentments, judgments, hatred, all that stuff that you just can't take with you when you start to go up in the frequency and you want to have more joy in your life. If you just want to be a better version of yourself and have more happiness and and live a, a more joyous life, you can't take that stuff with you. So it's got to come out. Right. Yeah. Agreed. So it's like, it's like, think of it like, a virus that needs to be released from the bloodstream you know it's like that's the same thing with our emotions and our um our beliefs and things that we've lived through traumas if you want to call them that um you know in our past you got to let them go uh it's why when you hold on we were i think we talked about that how like holding on to resentment it's like poison you know did we talk about that last time i don't know um, yes no did. i think i think you and i did we talk about it? Because I remember us, me and you, Nicole, speaking specifically about that. I can't remember if it was in the show, though. Oh, okay. You know what? We talked, Nicole, on your um, TLC, on your TLC um, show that oh. you do with, with Tiffany on Sunday, you guys talked about when you hold on to something, it's like the potato that festers. That's and right. That's right. That's where you spoke of it. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hold you on to resentment. Talk about it. Yeah. When you hold on to it. So <laughs> Tiffany gave a great visual. Um, of like holding on to your resentments is like carrying up sack of potatoes around. The more you carry them around, eventually they're going to start to rot. And what happens when they rot? Like they just start to like get gooey and black and oozy and they smell and they like, you just, you don't want to have them around you. And that's what resentment turns into in your body, like on a cellular level. So when you release it, yeah, you feel lighter. You feel better about yourself. You just need to let go. You don't want to carry that shit with you for the rest of your life. You know, because the only person it's harming is yourself. So it's kind of like that with all the lower frequency energies. Which is why there's confession in the Catholic Church. <laughs> to let it go. Let it go. I believe there's a Disney movie about that, too. Well, David Hawkins that wrote Power vs. Force also wrote a book called Letting Go, which is Stephen great. Hopkins. No, it's, it's David. David. Oh, it's is David. it David? Yeah, yeah, there I'm, is a Stephen Hawkins who's a scientist, but he didn't write that book. Oh, okay. Oh, this is this is David, his long lost brother. <laughs> I thought it was Stephen Hawkins as well. I got confused, but no. I think we hit our time limit, but I think we did a good job of explaining everything. I think so. Way. Yeah. Well, good. I think we touched on the topics that we wanted to today, and we've you know got some more to talk about, maybe next time like ascension symptoms yeah i think if i if there's anything that i can say just to kind of wrap it up and and kind of touch on is that if you are someone who is interested in what's maybe beyond what we can see in front of our faces right now uh whether it's through your meditations or just uh in your waking world um you know you need to be open you need to be willing to see it. If you close yourself off and judge everything you see as just imagination in the, in the negative sense, or that's just my mind playing tricks on me, 
then you're never going to allow yourself to fully experience it. And that's where you have to own it. So if you really want to open yourself up and see it, you have to drop the beliefs of it's just my mind playing tricks on me. Oh, it's just my imagination going crazy. And it's okay to drop your beliefs, even if it's for one day so you can experience it because your beliefs can still be there the next day, grab onto them, bring them back in and they're yours to keep, you know, like, but if you really want to experience it, you have to be willing to let go of certain beliefs that we've been taught. And that's all with judgment. So just be the witness, be the witness, be willing to be open to what may come. Maybe nothing will come. Maybe something will come, you know, just be open to it. And pay attention. I think we did talk about that before about just, you know, paying attention, living in, living in the moment, you know, living in the now and paying attention to nature around you, things that are being said, feelings that you're having, you know, where our minds are racing all the time. We just, you know, take, pay attention to what's going on. And the other thing I would add to this, just in, and, and on my side is uh, your beliefs. <clears throat> your beliefs are not your religion. There's those are two different things, in my opinion. The religion that you're in versus the beliefs that you believe. Because everybody might, or there's a lot of people out there that are into religions, but they have a certain way of they translate the religion that they're in. And some are very spiritual, and some are not. For example, um, I just got done visiting my grandmother yesterday. It was like a very entertaining couple hours of, of both of our lives, I'd like to think. And she's sure. super cat. She's very super Catholic. She's 94 years old. Wow. And she's like so ready to quote unquote pass on. <laughs> and she's like, I'm Michael, I'm just ready. I'm just ready to like, and she's so spiritually believes what's going to happen to her next. That it's almost like a peaceful, like, like if she passes away, it'll be like more of a celebration than a sadness. Um, but she, but she told me some interesting things just yesterday and she's like, she told me about how she had a conversation with somebody about a week or two ago and she could not remember where her grandmother uh, was from, like originally from. She's like, I just can't remember where, where Glendora was from. And she goes that night, she goes, and then she goes, she preludes it with like, Michael, I get messages all the time at night. <laughs> I'm like, oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah, no, and I'm like, interesting. She goes, you think I'm crazy or you think I'm weird or like the you know the rest of my kids think I'm weird. I'm like, no, do tell, go on. <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, well, you know, Glendora, my my grand my grandmother came in and said, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> get it right. <laughs> oh my. Like, literally that night. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, but she was very entertaining because, again, she's, she is very Catholic, but she's very spiritual too. Where I meet a lot of Catholics that don't even know what spirituality really means. And I'm kind of somewhere in between, I like to think. But like, that she, she is talking a language that you guys have kind of are currently teaching me. And it's very entertaining to hear my 94 year old grandmother talk about these experiences that she has in the random times of the day <laughs> that's awesome i love that, that. anyway awesome. so that's why i'm saying just because when people say what's your belief we automatically go well i'm lutheran i'm presbyterian i'm, I'm jewish i'm things like that no what is your belief that's what i want somebody if they want yeah, if they're no. asking what my belief is 
I'm going to tell you what my belief is, not what the Catholic belief is, not what the Jewish belief is, what my belief is. And I think that's a very important thing for people to understand your beliefs. My beliefs are different than Lisa's. Lisa's may be different than even Nicole's, but we're trying to talk about different belief systems and seeing where we agree on, I would imagine. Where they overlap. Overlap. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also important to say that help you know, expand. your beliefs can change at any time. You know, exactly. what what you may believe today, you may not believe tomorrow, and that's okay. It doesn't change who you are. I think that's where um, sometimes it hurts us when we identify ourselves with our beliefs, when um, we are not our beliefs. Uh, but, you know, I think it's kind of nice to know, like, like, for instance... You know, yesterday I believed that coffee was no good for me, but today I was like, I think coffee might be a really good thing for me today. So, you know, you get, you have that ability and that choice to choose differently whenever you want. And that's the spirit of limitless living and being, you know, the limitless self that we're supposed to be. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going off topic now, so I'll stop. (laughs) I would like to talk about, I would like to talk about beliefs I would like to cue that up in one of our next episodes and just, you know, how our core beliefs keep us from okay. really experiencing the fullness of our lives. Like, you know, awesome. how they're dumbing us down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So. Well, topic. good ending. Um, okay. So for all our listeners out there, if you have topics that you'd like us to touch on, can you please email them to us at info at enlightenup.us or, um, at our Twitter, uh, you can send us the questions through Twitter. Our account is at enlighten up us. And, uh, we'd be happy to, to, to bring that onto the show. We'd love to answer questions or hear topic ideas. Uh, if you, liked what you heard today please subscribe to our itunes uh, podcast or please rate us we are needing more ratings because that's what helps separate us from all of the rest of those spiritual podcasts out there and uh if you haven't yet you can follow us on instagram and facebook and of course if you need any information or want to learn more about us you can go to our website enlightenup.us uh, so I think that's it for today. We I love today's podcast. This was a great one. So until next time, we'll be back. Goodbye. <laughs> All right, later. Love you guys.